Okay, okay, okay. And we're back. We're back. And we're back. And we're back. The other room. And we're back. Yes, yes, yes. Mic test one, two, one, two. Microphone test one, two, one, two. This is the other room podcast live at the from BKK Thailand. And we're your host. My name is Joy, aka Authority. My name is Anthony. And this is our episode 44. 444. We're moving yeah. forward, man. We That's really a magic moving, number, man. Yeah. And our anniversary is coming up this month. Oh, yeah. Sure. Was this supposed to be this month or last month, actually? You keep forgetting we this. Started we started last record, month. We started, like, we tested last month, but our first record was, okay. we recorded, like, 17th of this month. That was a year ago, last year. 17th of December. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I think we published around 20... 19th or 21 i don't know i can't remember I'll check yeah. it out and check we, it we've out. discussed about this you've checked before so uh our one year anniversary is coming up probably we will be 40 something episode up by then mm-hmm. 46 47 maybe 46 so do you have any special plan for that <laughs> i think we're just gonna get all the guys together like people we've invited to the podcast like, yeah and then, yeah. I'll be a dance planner. So, I ran into someone last night. Oh, okay. And That's I don't bad. know who you'll be offending. And someone said, you ain't shit. Who? <laughs> I was like, your brother ain't shit. I was like, who? Uh, you have to find out how. Oh, uh, African-American shorty? Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Right? Right? Yeah, kind of. Oh, no, it's not kind she's of. She's like she tested you that she want to come over, and he was like, "I was like, yo, man, See, just, I was like, please give me a content. We, we, we really, we, we need something to talk about." When she came to Penta, she where? came to Penta with her friend, and I saw her, and I was outside. I saw her. I didn't even talk to her, so I was outside waiting, just like hanging out with the <laughs> smokers. And she came, was like, uh, "Do you remember me?" I was like, "Yes, of course." Um, uh, it was like. Do you know this person? I was like, yo, that is my brother. I was like, your brother ain't shit. I was like, why? <laughs> it's like, your brother doesn't like me. I was like, how do you come to that conclusion? How do you know? Like, because I tested him, I want to come over. And he said, no, I was like, dude, sometimes too, I have to wait for four hours to get a res- response. And you got an instant, no, you should be happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, instant rejection, you should be happy, man. He was like, yo, your brother ain't shit. And, Oh my gosh, she was so emotional can, last night. I can picture it. Yeah. Especially I, when she's had a bit of alcohol. Yeah. She came, she she kept coming to me. It's like, are you sure he likes me? I was like, where? I don't know. <laughs> I have to figure that out. Well, your brother doesn't like me. I was like, how do you know he doesn't like you? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know the words on the street though, but I just feel like. She's the only person who can really <laughs> like wild out and say that. Like I can imagine her say it. Like it's just going through my brain, you know. Because I think what happened was okay. The last time we hooked up, right? You were actually yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, so there. then she hit me up last night. I was watching Netflix and I didn't want to go out like all week long. I think for like two weeks now, I've not been out. Like properly go out. So I just want to stay indoor because one, I have to watch NBA game. And secondly, I have to watch the, the, fight, the right? fight. Yeah. So if I go out, I'm gonna probably miss both. And if I don't go out, if I have her come over, uh-huh. I'll probably miss, miss both. both too. <laughs> so I just felt like, ways, I was like, Yo. yeah, I just felt like, okay, this ain't gonna work. And normally, when I receive messages like that, I usually don't respond. Mm, like, I'll just... Mo- on the, uh, until the, the follow, yeah, yeah, I just act like, oh, I was sleeping. But I just feel like, out of a sense of responsibility and respect for her, that I was, should just let was, her know. That was exactly what I told her. I was like, if he doesn't like you, there's no fucking way he's responding. Exactly. And, and, I, and I told her, yo, have you guys have been together for like four months. And I actually told her the date that you guys was like, she was like, how do you know? I was like, yo, if I don't like someone, there's no way I'm going to be with you for four months. Like uh, one day, two days, I'm out. I'm, I'm... Exactly. You know? And it was like, hey, oh, your brother is leaving. Both of you are leaving. Uh, so I was like, yo, man, you want to come to us? You want to cross the border? 
come with us. <laughs> you know, oh, I, I, I don't really, you night. know, one of the things that have really kind of drifted us apart is the fact that, okay, I told her I'll believe in. And she said, okay, maybe she needs to stop seeing me. Okay. Because she's trying to build up build Something up her serious, defense yeah. mechanism. Yeah. So that when I leave, she's she not going to like yeah. start to feel... Uh, lonely or emotional about it. And I yeah. felt like, okay, that makes sense. So she stopped talking to me for like six weeks. So okay. I felt like that's her way of building up a defense mechanism not to miss me. Then suddenly she texted me the last time when we, we actually were out together, right? Uh. So she came over. So, so we kind of have talks and everything. And then out of the blue again, you texted me last night. <laughs> and some of the conversations we had was part of these like, yeah, you got to keep a distance a little that, bit. That, okay, yeah. I have to be more open-minded and say things, right? Yeah. So instead of just ignoring your message and not honoring you, I just had to tell you like, no, yeah. I want to yeah. sleep. So you can't come over. And I feel like I was being direct. And doing that is should actually mean that like I respect yeah, you. Exactly, yeah. I was what, honest with you. But, but I don't really... I can't blame her. You know why I cannot blame her? Because she... I, I can't say intoxicated, but she was like had a little no, bit of alcohol. I, I so. think one and when the, people started drinking, they get emotional for for no reason, you know. I know that's one of the things with her, but on a much more broader and larger scale, it still goes back to the fundamental problem when we talk about toxic femininity in the sense that women don't know how to handle rejection. Oh, uh, yeah. If a girl is trying to hit on a guy and the guy does not want her, most women don't know how to handle rejection. And it's usually the guy who gets blamed for this because we are held to a higher standard. So me asking you or telling, turning you down from coming over should not be enough reason to say I ain't shit. <laughs> because if I ain't shit, why are you trying to come spend the night with me? You know? I don't even take offense to that yeah, because... It was kind of was so funny to me. I was, like, I was just laughing the whole night. You know, she was like, like, yo, your brother ain't shit. I was like, where? Uh, uh, I... I was like, yo, I know you don't mean that. Because I just kind of like <laughs> think, you know, like who can say this? She's the only person who can actually <laughs> open her <laughs> mouth and say this. Like most of my girls can say I ain't shit, but only she's the only one I can think of that will probably say it out. That Yeah. And she was like, I was wearing the uh, the Pacers jersey, right? Yeah. She was so mad. <laughs> Yeah, because she's from Indiana. Yeah, you're so <laughs> Dude, it was kind of yeah, it's a hometown team. Yeah. yeah. She was so really I was like, oh, I was like, no, there's there's nothing you can do about this, man. There's nothing you can do about this home girl. Oh man. I actually like her. She she's funny. Yeah, she was she, like, I was really just fun, laughing. Like, I was just laughing the whole time. I love my time with her. I like her yeah. energy. She just I think one of the things that really makes me even like keep going is the fact that she always makes me laugh. Like, some of the things she says, you know, like, I'll just laugh. And at a point, I was like, you just typical American. She was like, what do you mean by that? I was like, yo, with all this, all this (laughs) Jackson shit like this, you are so American. She is so... (laughs) You know, and that's one of the things. I think, for me, right, one of the things with Thai girls is that I feel like they're oftentimes boring, especially when it comes to yeah, having conversations. Yeah, they can hold a and conversation. And I always I have, love these things. I know what's so funny to me. I hate this. Like, I hate girls where they say, yeah, I love deep, deep conversation. Girls always like, yo, I love deep talk. But the moment you want to have deep a deep talk with them, it was like, so fucking shallow. I was like, nah. And one of the things with this whole call, so-called deep talks is that oftentimes they start to become sentimental and emotional yeah. when they want to have these deep talks. So at the end of the day, you don't even go into adding nuances and context into, the, yeah. into the conversation. I think most of the people deep talk is it talk about their personal life. Yeah. Which is really strange. Yeah. It's like, that's not deep. That's just you. That should be deep. I, to I don't life. even want to, especially like I've known you that well, that well. Why would I want to tell you my personal experience, things, experiences yeah. or yeah. whatnot? Yeah. I don't know, man. People, a lot of people say they want to have deep, uh, deep talk. They don't even know anything that is happening outside their own zone. You don't know what is going on around the world. They don't know. I don't even yeah. know which, like, which topic they want to talk about. You know, I think a lot of these things comes down to 
to the exposure of the person and their personality as well as maybe educational background, background too. Yeah, yeah. Because they I think back. oftentimes, right, if the person studies something that requires them to know so much about the world, then they will definitely be able to catch up with conversations of things that happens around the world. But do you think, like like here, right, I know a lot of people who right, study other things that don't even give a shit about what is happening around the world. A lot of people who studies uh, international relationship, relations, or uh, and they never even know what is happening across their own border. A lot of people just study to pass. Yeah. Or to actually get a degree. Yeah. You know, one of the astonishing things is that I've, I've actually sat in a class when I was in college where the professor was asking, okay, why are you studying this course or the particular course that you're studying? And some of the excuses was that, oh, because my friend chose to study it. Oh. So I also chose to study it. Wow. Because that was great. <laughs> my parents want me to study it because I think it's the easiest for me to study. So basically, it just goes down to the fact that there is really nothing that ticks your curiosity in that field. That field. Or there's not something that excites you or motivates you to want you to make you study that. And I find that very appalling. And the fact that people, undergraduates, can actually say this out. And at that time, I think we're already like three years into it, which was our yeah. junior year. So I was like, why would you even be responding this way to questions? Okay, I understand if it's a freshman that's, yeah, that's you know, answering yeah. the question. Because then, just straight out of high school, still trying to figure out what, what, what they to want do. to do. Because I know want, a couple yeah. of people who changed major, right? Major, like yeah. in their first year or their first semester of school, like Taram Deep is one of those persons. So I I know other people too who who switched because they started to discover, okay, these yeah, are this things I like, at. these yeah. are things yeah. I don't. Yeah. Exactly. So for you to come up with those sort of excuses, I'm like, man, even the professor was also surprised too. Like, wow, are you guys really this dumb? Like, you don't even need to tell me this, even though you know <laughs> yeah, this you is don't, it. Yeah, you don't say it out. You just give it to yourself. Because it's shameful. And now imagine a person who says these kind of things and say the kind of motivation that makes them to study a particular field, right? Mm. So how would that person actually care about things that are even happening in the field? They, they just want to pass. Because they just the want to get a degree. And just... Say, yeah, I went to college and I graduated with this. I don't know, man. A lot of people are like that, too. A lot of people you know, for like some, that. it's just that, oh, my parents want me to study it or they just want me to go to college and get a degree. And so for them, they just want to get a degree. There's no personal motivation. Yeah, I, used to, yeah, I used to study with this guy. I don't know if you've seen him with me before. Yeah, we used to study back in college, Bangkok University. And he doesn't even know what he wants. He studied for like four years. Uh, with 12 credit. <laughs> he keeps switching majors. Yo, I want to study business English now. I this well, you know what's so funny, right? He speaks good English, Taiwanese Thai, but yet he still can make one single decision. He doesn't even know what he what he wants. He quit college like four times, keep coming back. I don't know if I have a problem with that or not. But one thing I do know is that. For some, so for some people, right, they know what they want early in life. Yeah. For some, it takes a it takes bit of time, time yeah, yeah. for them to really know what their passion is or what they really want to do or what motivates them. So with such people, I also understand. But when it comes down to the fact that you're wasting both time, resources, and finance, and money. I have a problem with that. That's where I have a problem because when you're starting to crisscross and switch between majors, instead of maybe taking a gap year from college and trying to decide, exactly, okay, and, and yeah, what I really want to what, do, exactly. yeah, what I want, yeah, yeah, just take a break, take your time, just take a break, take your time, and because you know what's so funny, right? The older you uh, you are, the more visible your choices are to you. Mm -hmm. The more visible you can, this is what I want because there are some classes I've taken like five years ago. Right, mm -hmm. and I didn't really like understand most of the classes. But right now, I yeah. go back to study the book. I was like, "So easy! How did I get this? <laughs> yes, why so easy? Yes, 
I've had that too a lot of times. Like, this shit's so easy. A lot of times. You know, I think one of that one of the things is that as long as you continue to broaden your horizon, you continue to read, and you start to see the bigger picture. Yeah. Some of those little pixels that you've passed in in the past, you start to see them clearly. Yeah, that clearly. How exactly, come yeah. I didn't see this yeah. then? But it's just because you've seen a bigger picture now. Yeah, so you're able to, a lot of yeah. thoughts, a lot of things. So you're visible. able to connect the dots to feel the bigger picture that, okay, this is this. So sometimes I experience this kind of things, but I don't really let it like come to me that much because I just know, okay, time it's has still passed. Late. Yeah, it's already, it's still learning New process, interest you know, yeah. and everything. So, so yeah. So it's like that. So uh, what else do we want to talk about? In a very, very slow week week. Yeah, it's, week. it's yeah. been a very slow news week. Um, what is happening? George W. Bush Sr. died in the U.S. Rest in peace. The G20 For- summit is happening. Is it in Germany or no, where? No, in Argentina. In Argentina, yeah. yeah. Where Russia and Saudi Arabia presidents oh, and leaders yeah. were smiling openly. Laughing. Just a bunch of <laughs> Trump. I saw a photo. Trump was so pissed. He was like looking at uh, Putin and the what is his name? The, the Saudi Arabia, sorry, uh, the Crown Prince. Uh, uh, bin name. Salma. Yeah, is it Mohammed bin Salma? MBS. Yeah. yeah. And I was reading like you know like when some some something tragic happens, right? People always on social media you read different news. There are some people who came up with this idea where they are actually mourning um, the uh, Bush. As uh, like, yo, he denied uh, people that has HIV treatment. He denied people with AIDS from coming to the US. And they just make this shit all about HIV and AIDS. I was like, okay, this is, I don't want to read more about this. He just said, rest in peace. That is all. You know, the thing is that. I don't know because I think a lot of the time we actually change our values or change our beliefs because of certain people, right? Yeah. When we want to talk about the death of uh, Adolf Hitler, right? It's everything ascribed to Adolf Hitler is usually bad. Yeah. But there are still people, there are still ultra nationalists who felt he He stood for the interest of Of uh, of Germany. Germany, yeah. But then on a much larger scale, there are people who feel that he committed mass murder and genocide of Jewish people. Mm, mm, so mm. usually everything that has been said about Adolf Hitler is either a repudiation or a condemnation of him, his image and everything, his values, for, everything yeah. he stood for. But now if we carry that over, right, to people like, let's say, George W. Bush. Senior. You can definitely make certain cases that okay, these things he said, okay, he he's not prevented bad, yeah. Uh treatment from people with HIV and these and that. But I'm very sure we don't know a lot of the things we know about HIV now. Now then compared to then. Yes, yeah. That's and, and it's also one of the arguments that we normally say that take it or leave it, slavery was legal back in the days. Yeah, it was. So, a lot of things that are now illegal used to be legal. So, a lot of the decisions he made back then might probably be as a result of the circumstances he found himself. So, as much as you want to say he's a despicable human being, you must also look at what was the situation he was dealing with Because now that we see Obama as a honorable guy or a honorable man and whatnot, Maybe when it's time for us to pay tributes to him or to eulogize oh, him when he passes me, a away. Lot is, a lot is coming up. A lot is definitely going to come up <laughs> about the man. That's for sure. You know, there are people who are going to celebrate him. Yeah. And there are people who are going to resent him. Yeah, that is for sure. There are people who are going to say, oh, he threw the Middle East into war. He, yeah, into he, he killed so many people with drones. He took out, uh, is, he destabilized Libya. Yeah, it's definitely coming so up. So a lot yeah. of those things will come up. And as very easy going and as good as Bill Clinton was, 
if he passes away, they're going to bring up the Monica Lewinsky scandal Fact. to judge him. <laughs> so <laughs> it's coming the up same sure. thing happened. The same standard is also going to be applied to George W. Bush Jr. Jr. Oh. He started the Iraq war, oh, the Iraqi war, would, the yeah. Afghanistan, Afghan war, and all of these things. The only person I think who's probably going to go unscathed in all of this is Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter is still alive, but I think it's very hard to see anything bad about that man. Let wait. <laughs> but yeah, we'll just, we'll just wait and wait. see. You have to wait. So, so I don't know if it comes between respect for the dead or being factual. Okay, yeah. If they really want to be factual, why can't they bring out, out this when he was still alive? They well, have a debate. But there are definitely things people say about him when you're yeah, still no, alive. But, but then like people already just felt like he's already powerless and he's an old man and whatnot. So there was no need to actually say things about so him. So they would rather condemn the dead and than condemning an old man who was still alive who can actually uh, say, sorry, I'm sorry for doing this. It wasn't my intention of doing something. Who can actually apologize for um, the, the accusation. You know, it all comes down to emotions and it's very subjective, right? Because it's yeah. opinion. So there are people who have opinion that he was a good man. There are people who are going to have other opinion that he was not a good man. So at the end of the day, I think we can all live with these opinions being out there. Yeah, I, like I'm not really worried about the opinion though, but I just like, there are some people who like, I don't know, in IT we call them uh, uh, champions. Uh, like uh, if you're designing a software, right? Yep. There are some people who their opinion is always so superior over everybody's opinion. Who yeah. just want to be in control of this? Yeah. And even the, the stakeholders and everybody just believe this is the only person that, that can rescue out, that can deliver this project successfully. So they always got the champions. So there are some people who are like that on social media. As soon as someone passed, yeah. they dig out something about it. They just yeah. want to take the just glory that moment. A narrative. Yeah. A narrative yeah. that moment. Yeah. It's true. People just want to start a narrative and push it. And trust me, man, people will dive with it. People doesn't even give a shit. Yeah. People doesn't even do it. Even sometimes, even sometimes when people know it's false, but it just becomes funny because it's all banters and troll. Yeah. Okay, look at Buhari now. Someone say he's Jibril from from Sudan <laughs> and for like two three weeks everybody's running with the narrative and people are really starting to scrutinize Buhari to see if there's a Buhari double like okay the way he walks his speech <laughs> pattern his body language you know every other thing people are starting to look okay is it consistent with the Buhari we've known for like maybe two three years to know if there's a double or if Buhari is still alive or in a hospital, why there's someone who is just performing perfunctory per, uh, purposes or, uh, or operations for him just to make the country calm? Because anything goes in Nigeria. Nigeria with cons conspiracy. Yara Dua yeah. was dead for days. Oh, yeah. Why that was, did he that know? was brother, yeah. And a, whole, a cabal took the nation ransom until they had to evoke uh, doctrine of necessity. To make uh, Yara, uh, Jonathan the interim president yeah. until it was then the announced was, yeah. that the president had died. So maybe the same thing is, you know, people can actually feed into some of these precedents and say, okay, maybe Buhari is there too. That we now have a double so, and but the Kaaba is trying to... How are you going to find a double that looks exactly like, like Buhari? That one looks like Buhari, sick one. Well, somebody started this whole conspiracy theory and we are all running with it. Even though we don't believe it, but as long as it's funny and it pushes the banter forward, hell yeah. Yeah. You know, people will just keep pushing the bands and all of that, but deep down we know, okay, this is not true. But we're just trying to find a way to console ourselves of everything that is happening around. Because Nigeria is in a sorry state. Take it or leave it if... Buhari is re-elected. I have this oh, opinion no. that Nigeria will become Venezuela. Nigeria will yeah. become another Venezuela because yeah. they are in a I can see that deep, deep crisis. So if Buhari is ele elected, that's what we're going to become. So just not so we get into this brooding mood of looking at the circumstances of things that are going to happen in the future. 
Maybe we should just find ways to distract ourselves and have a laugh <laughs> instead of thinking about Buhari. So I think that's one of the things with trolling and pushing that narrative. And when people start a narrative, everybody just runs with it. Yeah, everybody. Uh, so uh, that is one of the topics I always get to talk about is politics. I don't like I don't like our mood when we talk about politics. Yeah, I don't like it too. So because we become really serious about yeah, it. Yeah. No, it comes down animal. from the passion and emotions yeah. of, of how dissatisfied yeah. we are with things that are happening and how and also being a Nigerian. Like in all of the positive and good indexes of things that are being ranked in the world, Nigeria normally ranks low. Or yeah. high in the bath once. I was with a Russian girl uh, yesterday, so we went for a coffee briefly. So it was like drinking coffee. She was like, "Yo, she want to go to Europe. She want actually want to move out of India, but uh, uh, sorry, out of Russia, right? She want to move to Thailand, but it's gonna be difficult for her to get a visa to stay here, right? And she don't, yeah. she doesn't want to go to school. She just want to like live, find a job, and work and travel. Yeah. And she was like complaining about Russian passport. Oh, and man. I ask her, do you know where, where I'm from? It's like, oh, yeah. Do you, if you're complaining, mm-hmm. what do you want me to do? Exactly she right. Was like, is it that bad? I was like, bad, oh, bad. Yeah. It's like really bad. bad My bad. year is different from your <laughs> year. Totally different. I was like, being in Nigeria and holding a Nigerian passport is like, I don't, I don't want to say cost, but it's something similar. You can't even walk into some embassy. You want visa free. The Nigerian free. passport like, is, oh, is God. literally useless. Totally useless. It is. You know, even Tanzania, that where we have visa free, right? we don't even have visa free right now anymore. Right? And for you to get into Tanzania, you need to apply as early as three months in advance. Yeah, for you to wait for a decision. So just imagine that. Meanwhile. A teenager born in Europe or in Asia can just pick up their passport and just decide within one hour, book a flight, decide to go to Zanzibar Beach or Island and just fly into Tanzania. Meanwhile, people who are Africans need to wait three months to process all of that. Wow. So these are some of the things that when I see intellectuals or when I see educated Nigerians, especially those who studied abroad or who lived abroad, defending the, the present government and oh, yeah. the things that are happening at home, I feel like cussing them out. I feel like losing my home training. But then I just <laughs> still kind of remember that, okay, these two shall pass. Yeah. So at a point, this, these same people who are presently in government they might probably become I mean, the opposition. How on earth, and I, I don't know, how on earth you call yourself educated or your um, academia or whatever you call yourself and still supporting this current government we have in Nigeria? What? I don't know, like, I think some some people are getting paid though. Yeah, hell yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's all about interest. People have self-interest or they have uh, certain interest in what's happening and there are benefits that accrues to them, either personally or to their cronies. So as a result of that, they have to defend this government. There are persons who have been promised that if you support us, if you defend us, you probably get the House of Rep ticket for social year or the senatorial ticket for social year or you'll be appointed the local government chairman of your local government or you have an SSA appointment or all of these things so there are certain benefits that make these people decide oh maybe i'll just find a subtle way to defend this government because that's the only thing that can make someone want to rationalize what's happening back home especially for those who have traveled out of nigeria who have seen other progressive developing countries Countries. like singapore Thailand, Taiwan, or let's even say Vietnam, or Malaysia, or Dubai, the UAE. These are developing countries that started at the same time as Nigeria. 
If they've fact, left us far, even, far behind. We used we used to be sing, uh, uh, visa free to Singapore before. Yeah, that was like back then, but now we can't. You have to apply for visa to go to Singapore as a Nigerian. We can't even go to fucking uh, Cambodia. Yeah, without visa. You know, I just saw a tweet on on Twitter who says that said. Uh, from a lady at Fool Me or Yatogun. Oh, Yatogun. He said, she said, who wants to go on a cruise through Thailand, Malaysia, and Singapore? Are you fucking kidding me with a Nigerian fucking passport? Nigeria fucking passport. You want to go through these three countries. That means you have to apply for three different visas. Exactly. And especially for people who are living in Nigeria. Oh, First, wait, people yeah. who are living in Nigeria. The, <laughs> no, the most, she lives in Nigeria, and most of her, most of people who follow her or people who are interested live in Nigeria. She's a, a travel blogger. Now, that's bullshit. That's a clickbait. Well, I don't know. How much is it going to cost? Then I, I don't a, even know the You need cost. NDLA to get a visa from Nigeria, a Thailand visa. You need visa, a Malaysia visa, and you need Singaporean visa as it's well. It's not even a, I think for Nigerian. Traveling is not a matter of the cost. A lot of Nigerians can afford the cost of traveling. What is the visa process? It is the visa process that frustrates people. And the fact that our passport cannot get us anywhere. Without visa. Even getting a Thailand visa alone first. You need NDLA. It's going to frustrate you in all of this. And NDLA can take two, three months. Yeah. So that alone is going to frustrate you. Then you now add... Let's say Singapore. Singapore, yeah. Who have even a more strict system. Even though they don't require NDLA, but they're a more developed and very strict country. Yeah. So, I don't know what the process is like out there in Nigeria, if they grant visas or not. Nah, nah, nah. Which I doubt they do. Nah. But out here, they, they do give us visa anyway, because they know we're not back home. So, yeah. And then, just look at the huddle of going through Malaysia, Thailand, and Singapore just because you want to go on a cruise. <laughs> at the end of the day, you just look at it that it's not worth it. Nah, nah. It's just not worth it. It's not the money, but the stress to get a visa and to go yeah. to the embassy. Oh, no, 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 no. Now, I'm not going to take... If I live in Nigeria, I'm not going to take that risk. But most of the people, right, who follows up, they're probably ignorant of the whole thing. You know, one of the problems I have with a lot of this... Um, travel bloggers is that I think they're very delusional in the uh, sense that every bloggers are they try to be deliberately misleading their followers because they are chasing clout yeah that's what they want like you they, they, it's more of like uh the metrics they uh the, the numbers right how I many the, the the big visit you got every time that is you know why i'm about. saying this is that i remember one time i think you joined the conversation on twitter where there was this uh nigerian i think she's based out of canada who came to thailand for a couple of days and she was saying you can have a full course meal for three to four dollars that's 120 baht. She said full course meal. <laughs> and a lot of people who were reading these are I in Nigeria because yeah. a lot of her followers are Nigerians. So I'm just thinking like, are you fucking bugging? Like, you just here for three, for a few days. You think and you think you can have full course meal. Like, for one she said for, for 120 baht. That's, I, yo, things are cheap here. Food you, is cheap. You can have a meal for 120 baht. Maybe street food, yeah, or maybe I mean, a local is, restaurant. Yeah, but when you said when Thailand. you said full course meal, and she said you can have a good hotel, a luxury. I use the word luxury, I, hotel. luxury hotel for twenty dollars. Twenty dollars is six hundred. What I think is a matter of semantics. Luxury, luxury is the word keyword there. You can have a hotel for six hundred baht yeah, for sure. Facts. But good, when you good, use the word good hotel, good luxury. Not even good. In Bangkok, you're not getting I mean, good in Pattaya, hotel. I mean, it's going to be like in decent. Pattaya, it's like decent. Better than a lot of hotels in Pattaya. You just get, yeah, you just get, okay, basic hotel. Yeah, decent hotel that you can yeah. just sleep. But when night. you use the word luxury, 
and people are reading this. That's what I care more about, the semantics. That look at the meaning of the word luxury. And then you say you get a, a luxury hotel for sixty for six hundred bath, which is two hundred bath, two hundred dollars, twenty dollars. You know, I kind of challenge her. Like, come on, this is all false. She said you can get a massage for five dollars. I think she's right, nice. which the is one fifty bath. Oh yeah, basically like the probably well foot you massage. You know, I just went in on the offensive and like, I'm sorry, but this is not true. And good thing, it, an American girl who. This tweet, this um, tweet. this tweet I'm talking about actually gathered up to like thirty to forty k likes and retweets. Wow! So it went global. Yeah. But the thing when I when I disproved this, I'm glad an American, an African American girl, she's Haiti, Haiti American. She's been to Thailand recently. She immediately said like, "Yo, this is definitely not true. It's not that true. this is a lie." And that's a Nigerian girl who are deceiving. And you know Nigerians, they'll probably yep. jump on that and like, Easy. oh, yeah, this, that, that. But this is not true. They're chasing cloud. That's one thing I hate, I hate about Twitter so much. Like, most of the things, like, I have this, uh, I'm just trying to control myself, not to comment or not to retweet or not to, mm-hmm. like, do anything. Like, when I read something ignorant that this is far from the truth, I just like, fuck it. I'm not just going to do anything. I just, like, stay off the Twitter. I like on like Facebook. Facebook is like full of shit too. But I mean, most of the people on Facebook they are totally different from people on Twitter. Yeah, each demo, each media or medium has its own demography. Like Twitter are those who feels who are maybe educated and feel like they're intellectuals or they want to have some sort of engagement. Then with Instagram, it's people who want to have more. Of video engagement or yeah. or picture engagement, right? Then Facebook is just everybody else. Yeah, Every time Dick and yeah. Harry <laughs> is just on Facebook. Want, yeah. And they just say anything. They just reshare anything no matter how, how stupid dumb, it is. How, how dumb fuck <laughs> it is, how stupid, how idiotic it is. They'll share oh, it. Man. So all of that. So each media. But then with this, I just feel like, yo, you're chasing clout. Yeah, there's a lot of... She's never had that much retweet or likes, but she did get it. But I feel like you're deliberately misleading people to make them feel like these are the reality in Thailand. And this is not. And the fact... The thing is like... I don't know. Like, not not me. There's no way I'm going to sugarcoat anything about Thailand. I'm going to tell you how it is. Mm -hmm. When I have a discussion with people outside the country, right? I tell you, this is what is going on here. This is why that I think is good about this country. This is what I, I think is not good. I'm not going to just because I want someone to retweet or to like or to reshare or to do whatever on my post and I'll just fabricate lies and just for that. No. No. I, you know, I'm not like, going to do that. I'm definitely in support of influencers, like social media influencers. Because when you look at what they've done with uh Santorini, right? Because you see that all of a sudden, right, Santorini became this whole paradise. It's no longer Phuket or Pattaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Zanzibar. It's now Santorini that everybody wants to go to. Because of how social media influencers have made it seem like heaven. Everybody wants to go there. But now, the problem I have with travel bloggers is that they are very deceptive. But for every regular person that goes to Thailand, they just want to come to Thailand, have their fun, go back, and, and they don't try to like talk about pricing of things exactly. or whatnot. And those are the people that can tell you exactly what how yes. Thailand is. Yes. Okay. One of the examples recently, Double F. If maybe you follow him on Nigeria, Amy came to no. Thailand recently on vacation with his wife, and in private messages with me, he said he's been to Thailand before, so coming back is his second time. Okay. He wasn't talking about the prices of things. One of the things he posted on on social media was uh, fried uh, roasted banana, which is bali. Oh, those small little one, which is banana. Yeah, yeah, that is roasted. Yeah, Yeah. he saw it at um, train floating market in Bangkok. So he took a photo and posted on Twitter like, "Oh, bali has gone global." You know, like okay, it makes sense. But he's not trying. They they have the one for contour. 
Yeah, but he's not trying to chase clout. Yeah, like oh, this is the price of Bali. This is the price of beer. This is the price of uh, and, and hotel. This is price of tribe. They deliberately pull these things down just to show people that I've been to this country. But at the end of the day, to know the things they are saying, it's all lies. It's all lies. Okay, I'm not saying for this. I know it's more like wishful thinking, right? For this lady who's trying to to organize this. Cruise tour, I mean, right? nah, come on. around these three countries. I think it's a good idea. It's definitely something to be to behold, a beauty to behold, and good for people, right? But with the kind of passport we hold, no, not in Nigeria. It's no, not for no, us. It's not for us. I mean, it's try, just not yeah, for just us. Try Africa first. <laughs> like, it's just say, not for us. Do that within uh, uh, probably South Africa, Zimbabwe, and Tanzania. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. Then we can discuss uh, Singapore, Malaysia, and Thailand. It's not easy. The visa process is it's not going to be easy. And not everybody that applies that will get a visa for sure. Yeah. Exactly. And now you have time frame. You have yeah, to do the you, cruise yes. first. So if yes. people don't get the visa, they, they need, so how are you going to do it? It's it's really problematic. You know, just that's why I say it's wishful thinking. That you just wish like, oh, this happens, this happens, this happens. But one of those three countries, something is going to go wrong. So you're not able... For sure, yeah. So And if you're not able to get the three visas, how are you going to cruise into each of those territories without having diplomatic issues? It becomes, that, is just, that is just so... I don't know how, how real that is. But you know, I, can, I can't blame we, her. We, we that lives in Thailand, yeah, we can have crews around Thailand, not like outside it, it's not that it, easy man no it's not that even no i think it's even easy if we want to do that we can do that in two weeks you get you can get your malaysian visa in three days yeah you can get your singaporean visa, visa in two in days, two days. Okay. so within one week i or mean six like, working days you can get that have so, you ever heard about that in thailand that you're cruising from thailand to malaysia we just didn't pay we just didn't pay attention maybe but it's there i've seen my friends who yeah. who, who, who've been on cruise it's, but they it's have just not something we we, but we they, look they have to they doing. have to travel down to singapore for the singapore uh cruise it depends on where it takes off but so, it's like just around singapore they don't even go to malaysia or oh, okay yeah there. they have to go to, yeah they have so to go it to singapore. depends if you if you're going through each of those territories it becomes it depends on the port of entry so if the port of entry or where you're starting your journey is Thailand and you already have a Thai visa so and you already got Malaysia and Singaporean visa which is easy for us here thank God so that way you can easily just go with the cruise and you won't have any problem but then one of the problem with this is that with the Malaysian one uh, yeah with the Malaysian visa they specify part of entry Oh, okay. Which is by air. Air alone. Alone. That, you see? So maybe you have to tell them during your visa application that, okay, this is what I'm trying to do. So that way, they can make, make yeah, it all yeah. inclusive. Yeah, yeah. Or they can make it just, okay, that you can go by border, by, by border like by shape, sea and whatnot. Yeah. So that way, it adds more clarity to it. So yeah, true that. Oh, true we're 41 minutes in. So what else we want to talk about? Let's just quickly talk about... Tyson Fury because I uh, have to meet yeah. up with my... I mean, that probably will come out. Yeah, Wilder yeah. and Fury. So how, what is... Think about the fight. Uh, first, I just want to give um, a big commendation to both fighters. They gave us a good A good show. fight. Yeah, it, it was a good fight. fight. Yeah, yeah then, my palm was sweating. You know, it could, it could go any way, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, my palm was sweating when I was watching the, match, uh, the, the fight. So that's one thing. And secondly... I think they've gone. They've done a good job for the sports of boxing, in the sense that when you look at the events that happened with Khabib and McGregor, oh yeah, and you compare that to how both fighters hug each other, hug the fight out after the you fight, you know, like yeah. the things they had to say yeah, and yeah. the way they conducted themselves, yeah. it's pure and real sportsmanship. Yeah. Like they definitely show that they have first respect for, for the each sports. Other. Yeah. And respect Secondly, each other respect well. for the fans and then respect for each other. That they know they're both legit. So there was no form of disrespect. They had commendation and respect for each other. 
And and something else I, I want to add is that they made a lot of money for themselves. Yeah. And they will also make more for, for themselves yeah. for the rematch. Rematch, yeah. It's because be huge. now we all want to see it. You know, everybody want to see it. We all definitely <laughs> want to see these like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Yeah. And for Tyson Fury to come back in this manner and form. Yeah. It was really huge he's for legit. him. Yeah, he is. I was really thinking like... And AJ yo, should be afraid. Yeah. But should, yeah. one of them taking a shot at AJ though. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, they got to take a shot at the yeah. throne. But but anyways, uh, AJ still has uh, a perfect record, but their record is already tinted. So, <laughs> Well, they both had a perfect record going to this fight. Yeah, They've but... They've never lost any fight going to this. But so they now they have a yeah. draw. Yeah, there's like tinted. That, that draw is like, it's not win, it's not lose. So. Exactly. So if AJ goes against any of them, we don't know what's going to come out. Oh, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a big fight. Like, I think two of them, they, they really can pull a lot out. I don't, I wasn't disappointed in any way, manner or form. So I love the fight. I love the atmosphere, the camaraderie shown by both fighters. Everything, it just, the promoters are definitely happy with the deal. Everybody's with happy everything. with everything. The outcome, they are definitely going to be happy with it. But yeah, you know, fans on, on internet, a lot of people coming out with different stories. No, people kidding. are definitely yeah, going I was like, yo, man, there's, there, there's one thing I actually say, right? If you see the scorecard, right? Yeah. You can say Fury won a lot of rounds. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But only those rounds is not really there's no like and in fighting uh, in, in boxing they rate like uh power power punch yeah. jab has like how many punch you landed and the yeah. percentage and everything and that comes with knockout. And whenever you get knocked out in a round, right? Yeah. You're not going to have like you know it's like 9 and 10. They're not going to give you even though you lose the round. There's no way they're going to give you 9 for the round. They're going to give you 8. Yeah. And Wider has one, two, two rounds, which is like 10. He got 10. And Furu got eight in two, which is already four points. Yeah. Which already cover four, yeah. four rounds. For Wider, you know? Wait, but then it depends if each of those rounds were closed. All the rounds were closed. All the uh, the rounds like uh, the uh, the one Wider lost to, uh, to Furu is like Furu get 10. He got nine. You know, well, the, one of the things is just that if Fury had not, if Ty's, if uh, Wilder had not knocked Fury down, Fury won it. Fury had won easily, that fight. Easily. That jumped, point. Yeah. So because we already kind of forgot the first knockout that he knocked him down, the yeah. first knockdown. We already kind of forgot that. So when that happened in the 12th round, it kind of brought us back to our consciousness that, whoa, wow, this, this guy yeah, is still yeah, in this fight. And if it was MMA, that fight was done. Yeah. Because the moment Fury went down, he's going to, he's he's going he's to pound on him. him. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. He's going to easy, pound easy him. Money. Yeah, he's gone. But you then with boxing, like right? That. Yeah. You have to like you just, wait, come. Yeah, you just have to wait. So that's how Fury survived. And I actually think he survived because like 12th run, man. Yeah. So he just felt like punch, punch himself out. All yeah. those wide punches, like he's tired. Yeah. If that had happened maybe in the seventh or eighth round, oh, he's, maybe he's he gone. wouldn't have bothered. He's like he's straight to bed. Yeah, he would probably <laughs> wouldn't like, have bothered because he's like, whoa, he's listen bed. up. This is a long uh, night. I think it was a all around it was a good fight. Dude, I, I was I was shaky. <laughs> like the whole fight, I was like, yo. It was a good fight. It was a good fight. We'll definitely have a rematch and they both call him for I it. I think anyway, they're gonna so. win even get even more money for it. Yeah, for sure. And I'm We're, all for athletes getting more money. Get Fuck paid. that shit. Get paid. Get paid. This I'm all this for niggas getting paid. Contact contact fight. Get Duh, paid. Man, you gotta get a it's lot of It's not easy paid. to it's get sick punches in your head. Fuck. And for me, one of the highlights of the night was Wilder coming on stage with J Rock. Yo, oh, yeah. J Rock, man. Nigga. <laughs> top dog. But the other guy came uh Hood, hoodie, hood, uh, the guy that fought before. I think Jalen Hood. Yeah. yeah, he came with the game. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh my I god, I was in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't the see game that. was, yeah, yeah. I was like the music. He won actually his fight woke too. me up. Yeah, yeah. 
third round. Yeah, I think it was good. Like, yeah. cause cause it was organized. The fight was in LA, right? Yeah, which is very unusual because most fights are in Las Vegas. Las Vegas, yeah. But and a lot of a lot of a lot of people came though. Those yeah, guys. Shaquille O'Neal was there yeah. too. I had a lot of celebrities out there because maybe it's one of the, it's maybe the last major fight of the year when it comes down to boxing. Yeah, yeah. So everybody just had to show out. And something I really find weird is that, do you know that that's the home floor of the Los Angeles Lakers, Lakers and Clippers? Yeah, yeah. And the Lakers are playing in a few hours now. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. The 12, Lakers are playing at home 12, in a right? few hours. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, how are you going to rearrange this uh, whole it's easy, place? Easy. Bring in the hard floor and everything. <laughs> easy. Get ready for an NBA game. Easy. You know, that's one of the things with owning arenas, right? Imagine the amount of money that they're making at Madison Square Garden or at Staples Center in LA. Yeah. They're making a hell load of money. That is why that because is one, it's of multi-purpose, the, one of the right? richest clubs in uh, uh, arena in in. in in the state. Is that right that like, no, it's like, they, they do a lot of things. They're making though, lots like, of se- money. Off season, they have like shows there, different things. They're making loads of money. I guess that's one of the reasons why uh, James Dolan don't even care about the New York Knicks. <laughs> because either way, he's making money. He's still making money. But I think Nixon is going to be good next season. Yeah. They just need one marquee yeah. free agent, superstar. Dude, man, those guys, have are, those guys balance, are balling. Man. Yeah, they are. They are balling. They are. They are playing. They defeated the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, out of the blue. Fourth quarter, I thought the game was over. Nah, it went into they, overtime. Yeah, I watched they came it. back. Well, I guess good. it's been a good one. Yeah. On this episode. It's so a, a short one, but yeah. good. Well, I think we're like an hour into it. Is it short? Yeah, no, 50, 51 minutes. Okay, I think this is good yeah, enough. It's good enough. It's not bad. All right, guys, we're gonna see you next week. Yes, uh, sir. We're gonna help. Dude, if you're listening, help us prepare for our one year anniversary. We have to do something mega. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> thank you, guys. Everybody who's been listening to the podcast thank for the yeah. day one fans, and for everyone in Bangkok who's been secretly listening to us. Yeah, I know. We've been hearing words on the street. We see so, you. We see you too. You want a message? Just send us a message. Just talk about it. things we should talk about, things we should improve and whatnot. Just show us love. There's no need being secret admirers. No nah. homo, you know. <laughs> no homo. Just niggas. let us know. The yeah. Criticize po- us. The room podcast Give us by some, Joel and something to talk about, something to improve. Yeah. Uh, we we'll see you next week. Yeah. This is Anthony. Anthony sending out. Uh, this is Joel. AKA Authority signing out. Yeah. See uh, y'all. Grab some beer.